Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of the Father. He who has ears, let him hear. Shalom, brothers and sisters, and welcome to the Bound by Our Righteousness podcast. My name is Brandon, and I am very much looking forward to sharing this study with you all today. First, let us give thanks to Yahuwah Elohim for the opportunity that he has provided us to be able to come together in the word. It is one thing to be given knowledge of scripture, but when he bestows the wisdom upon you and you have a deeper understanding of his word, it definitely opens your eyes. Let us thank Yahuwah for sending his only begotten son, Yeshua, who bore all our sins and defeated death for us. May we always walk with him and have faith in Yeshua, so we may one day be with him and the Father in the heavens. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. So this is the very first episode of Bound by Our Righteousness, and I am very excited to get the study out there. It's been a rough journey so far, as I wasn't sure as to how difficult creating a podcast episode would be. I had to stop for a while, take it to the Father, and let him decide when the right time would be. Uh, and I feel like we have been led to this point now. Um, last week, I did an episode uh, on a buddy's podcast, uh, Pole Rail Podcast, with my boy Mike Proud. Um, go check it out. We did an episode that focused on the Antichrist, and we basically had a discussion on what the definition of Antichrist is, which we both agreed. Um, and then we kind of talked about what we think or who we think the Antichrist is and who some possibilities um, of the Antichrist, whether it was, you know, people from the past, or people from the present, possibly the future. Um, great episode. So again, it's Pole Rail Podcast. Go check it out. That's P-O-L-R-E-L podcast. Um, the reason I wanted to create this podcast, Bound by a Righteousness, is to spread the word of Yahuwah to as many people as possible, right? So I have many friends who are Torah observers, right? But many more who are lost sheep in the flock. While I hope my brothers and sisters who observe Torah enjoy these studies, my main goal is to reach out to non-believers, to plant seeds, as many seeds as possible, and to see which ones grow. Our intent at this point should be to save lives by spreading the word. How much joy do you think it will bring the Father if we can help bring even just one person to be saved? Right? As followers of Yeshua HaMashiach, we must do what we can to advance the kingdom of Yahuwah. At this point in time, there is nothing more important. For my first episode, I chose to talk about righteousness. What is righteousness and what is the biblical meaning of righteousness? Uh, I feel like there is a lot of confusion as to righteousness when it comes to scripture. Um, and we see it in many brothers and sisters out there and the intent might not be there, however, you can definitely see the difference between righteousness and self-righteousness. Um, you know, it's when we, we're, we are led to understand something um, and we want to share it with people, and we do, but then when someone, you know, says, well, maybe, you know, maybe it doesn't mean that. Maybe that's not 
what it means, you know, and people get offended and people start like going off the cuff and, you know, slander each other because, you know, people don't agree with what they, what they interpret as scripture to be accurate. Right. Um, but we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but right now let's focus on what is righteousness. So righteousness is doing the right thing morally, right? Always doing the right thing. Psalm 119, 142, your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness and your Torah is the truth, right? And we know that Torah is the Hebrew word for law. So here we see that righteousness of Yah is forever. It never ends. We also get a glimpse at what truth is, um, and that is Torah, right? In order for us to receive righteousness, we must walk in His, Yahweh's truth, with Torah. We could end the study there if we wanted to. We really could, um, as that pretty much sums it all up. But... We're going to keep going because Yahuwah's word tells us so much more. Uh, now, it is important to understand what biblical righteousness is. Righteousness is being pure of heart and life, always wanting to do the right thing. Um, in scripture, righteousness can often be equated to kodeshness or set-apartness, right? And understanding uh, kodesh principles. Righteousness includes all we call justice and honesty. When it comes to Yahuwah, righteousness is the perfection of his nature in us. Being righteous and walking in or being bound by righteousness is being set apart or Kodesh and perfect before Yahuwah and being in right standing with him. How are we to be in right standing with Yahuwah? Well, let's take a look at Micah 6. And what does Yahuwah require of you but to do justly? to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your Elohim. Micah 6.8 lays down a pretty solid foundation of righteousness and what Yah requires of us. Yah requires us to do justice, love kindness, and to walk humbly with Him. Notice it doesn't say that righteousness is a free gift. Some make the claim that we are made righteous before Yahuwah because Yeshua took on all sin for us. I would argue this thought by stating nothing is free. In order to be righteous before Yahweh, you must walk in his Torah and also believe in Yeshua. I'm sure many will disagree with me. However, it is not my truth, but Yahweh's. It is important to remember that we must never apply our own interpretation of scripture simply because Yahweh already has a meaning for it. And leading others astray through false doctrine is dangerous. Don't believe me? Let's check out 2 Peter 2.1. But there were also false prophets among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying Yahuwah who brought them and bring on themselves swift destruction. We see it right there. Bringing on swift destruction to themselves because they went against his word and they were teaching others to go against his word. Walking in righteousness is more than just believing in Yeshua. Many believe this to be true because they claim that Yeshua did away with the Torah and the prophets. However, that is not the case. You don't believe me on that one? Let's check out Matthew 5, 17 through 20. Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. 
I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. So first of all, I would like to thank Adam from Parable of the Vineyard for pointing this out. Uh, and I'm going to go a little off topic here, but it will just take a minute. If Messiah did away with Torah, how does chapter 5 verse 17 make any sense? Let's revisit the verse. Think not that I have come to destroy the Torah or the prophets. I have not come to destroy, but to fulfill. If Yeshua came to do away or destroy the law, then the verse would read, Think not that I have come to destroy the Torah or the prophets. I have not come to destroy, but to do away or destroy them. This is what happens when we add our own interpretations to scripture and an example of how easily we can lead others astray. That makes completely no sense whatsoever. He didn't come to destroy, but to destroy. Um, so no, that's not the case in Matthew 5, 17. Yeshua did not come to destroy, but at some point he will fulfill the laws. But until then, the law is in standing. Back to the topic of righteousness. Verse 20 shows the Pharisees and the scribes as not living according to his word. Essentially, not living in righteousness. Again, we are given instruction to exceed the Pharisees and scribes in righteousness. Did the Pharisees and scribes observe Torah? Sure they did. But they also taught false doctrine via the Talmud, which would also be known as the Oral Law, and in many ways put themselves above others. Let's take a look at Matthew 6, 1-8, through 8, and we'll see what we're talking about. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. If you're going to do something good, do it. But don't boast and brag about what you did that was so great. That's your reward. When you do something great and you keep it in secret between you and the Father, the reward is so much better. And he's going to he's gonna bless you in front of others as long as you don't go boasting about it. All right, let's check out 5 through 8. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetition as the heathen do. But they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for their Father knows the things you have need before you ask Him. Alright? When you pray, keep it between you and Him. It's a relationship. That's the important thing. You know, you don't need to be standing up in a church in front of hundreds of people so they can see you praying. You know? It's between you and Him. And listen. You know what I'm saying? Don't keep talking the whole time, you know? Talk to him, but listen to what he tells you. Read scripture, you know? That's his way of saying things. That's why it's called the word, you know? It's his way of, of talking to us. 
This is a clear indication of man not doing the right thing or walking in righteousness, right? When we're boasting about how great we are or we're out trying to get people to see how, you know, much we love the Father and, you know, I love him more or, you know, whatever the case may be, just just stop and just keep it between you and him, you know? This is, this is the reason why social media can be so dangerous. So check this out. When you walk in righteousness, you belong to Yahuwah. Anybody who doesn't walk in Yahuwah's uh, way or in righteousness, they, they belong to Hasatan or Satan. Um, there's two ways. You have the narrow way and the broad way. Okay? So let's read about what the scripture says in reference to these two paths. We're going to jump to Matthew 7, 13 through 14. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. Most people choose the broad path because it's easier, right? It's going with the flow. It's doing what everybody else is doing going along with society, doing what is considered a cultural norm. But what about walking in the way of Yahuwah? Many consider this path difficult because it is not popular with cultural norms. If this is a conflict you find yourself in, take it up to the Father and pray on it. Right? Just because the world is doing it doesn't make it right. Okay? There's certain things that we're told, like, hey, Remember, you know, the world hated me first before it hated you. So it's okay if people don't like you because of your belief or your faith or you keep Sabbath or, you you know, you don't celebrate specific holidays. It's okay for people to not like you for that. Just remember they hated him first. When we choose not to walk in righteousness, we walk in sin. To get a better understanding of what sin is, let's take a look at 1 John 3, 4. Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. Now, we know that the Hebrew word for law is Torah. So, one who is lawless is one without Torah, one not committing to Torah and walking in Torah. Um... Is it okay to do this? Absolutely not. We just saw that sin is transgressing Yahuwah's Torah. So he's telling you, look, man, don't sin. Don't commit sin. Don't transgress my Torah, my laws. So brothers and sisters, we must always be walking in righteousness, always trying to keep on the right path, on that narrow path, you know, for For those of us who are walking in the faith, who are, you know, abiding by his Torah, celebrating his feasts, you know, observing Shabbat, let's love one another, you know, take care of one another. Don't argue. Don't slander. Um, We're all going to have different understandings of certain things, and it's okay because maybe, you know, through through love and, and kindness, when we speak to each other, you know, someone might be like, you know what, man, maybe you're right. Maybe 
I didn't see it that way. And wow, I'm really glad Yahuwah opened your eyes to it and you're able to share that with us. Because now I get a better understanding of how that makes sense. Uh, and I think that's the approach that we have to take when it comes to scripture and when it comes to sharing scripture with brothers and sisters. Understand not everybody's going to agree with you and it's okay. Love them anyway. All right. Remember one of the most popular scripture verses today. John 3.16 For Yahuwah so loved the earth of the world that he gave his only begotten son, Yeshua, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. How much more righteous can you be, you know, than to, to give your own son to the world, you know, to say, hey, look, he's going to bear all sins for you. It's a done deal. Acts 3.19, repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of Yahuwah. Colossians 3.1, if then you were raised with Yeshua, seek those things which are above, where Yeshua is, sitting at the right hand of Elohim, right? Stop focusing on the things of this world. And start focusing on the kingdom of Yahuwah. Right? What does it take to get there? What does it take to walk with him? Not just here, but eternally, forever. That's what we need to focus on as a people. Times are going to get rough. It's not going to get easier. You know what I'm saying? With everything going on now, for people who are in our position, it's going to get rough. But we have to stand firm and we have to have faith, right? Uh, I was, you know, given a message, I believe, you know, from Yah this week earlier. And it was something along the lines of, you know, you have to be put in the furnace in order to be delivered, right? Like you can't, how do you expect to be delivered from hardships if you're never put in a hard position right and we see that with Abraham and the three friends of Daniel you know Yahuwah could have been like nah, I'm gonna just make it so they don't go into the furnace period but he put them in there they were in the furnace you know Abraham for three days and he just delivered them because they had faith in him. They loved him, you know? So it was like, hey, look, I'm going to put you in here, but trust me, I will save you. And they had faith that that would happen, and it did. You know, same thing with Daniel in the lion's den. You know, we could sit there and be like, well, you know, Yahuwah could have just not put him in there. Yeah, but what's the point? You know what I'm saying? What's the point? Where's the glory for Yahuwah in that? And to say, look at my power. Brothers and sisters, we are living in hard times. And I truly believe everything going on today is a distraction meant to keep us from Yah and to lead us astray. But do not dwell on the things of this world. Pray to the Father and live in his word day and night. Proverbs 3, 1-6 My son, 
do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of Elohim and man. Trust in Yahuwah with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct your paths. There it is, brothers and sisters. Lean on Yah for truth. Okay? Not your own understandings. Lean on Yah. Brothers and sisters, I hope this study has been a blessing to you. And my hope is that it helps bring you closer to the Father, Yahuwah. I will end with two scriptures. Ephesians 6, 10 through 12. Finally, my brethren, be strong in Yahuwah and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of Elohim that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. And lastly, brothers and sisters, Numbers 6, 24 through 26. May Yahuwah bless you and keep you. May Yahuwah make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May Yahuwah lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for tuning in to the very first episode of Bound by Righteousness. Brothers and sisters, I hope again that this uh, study was something that uh, you enjoyed and beneficial to you uh, in understanding, you know, Yahweh's truth uh, and understanding what it means to walk in Yeshua's way uh, to reach the Father. Um, I plan on creating more episodes in the future. I'm not sure at what frequency. Uh, the plan is every couple weeks, worst case scenario, uh, at least once a month. Um, and I'm hoping that you enjoy those episodes as well. Um, the whole point, again, like I stated earlier, is to just spread the word of Yahuwah to as many people as possible and plant seeds. The more people that we can get to turn to the truth, I truly believe the better off we'll be um, as, a, as a society. So... Uh, again, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, prior to uh, this conclusion, I want to uh, give another shout out to my buddy Mike Proud uh, from Pole Rail Podcast. Again, for having me on, go check him out. P O L R E L Podcast. Um, and then you can find Bomb by Righteousness on Facebook if you just look up Bomb by Righteousness. Uh, I will have a YouTube channel uh, eventually where I will post uh, every episode. Uh, that way you can go back and, and look at it uh, and, and go along with the study as well. So until next time, brothers and sisters, Shabbat Shalom. He has dispersed. 
he has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The wicked shall see it and be grieved. He shall gnash with his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. Thank you.